We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Embrace not love, for love in my embrace will grow cold, wither, and die. Hello, it's Tuesday night, so that of course means we're playing Valley by Night, our Vampire 5th Edition Chronicle. I'm your storyteller for the evening, Jason, and with me as usual will be Eric playing Samuel. Decca playing Blackjack, Sarah playing Jolene, Rap playing Maeve, and Duba playing Alexander. Oh yeah, I completely forgot to mention, brought to you by Dire Bear and the Nerd Eternal. You know, you can catch all the Dire Bear stuff right here on this channel, all the Nerd Eternal stuff over at thenerdeternal.com. <clears throat> All right, now, we, last session was kind of a night of the life of, and we wrapped up uh, Jolene taking care of getting Lee a babysitter. Uh, let's see. Let me check my notes. Yeah, Jolene gets Lee a babysitter. Takes him up north into what was the old gangrel territory. Uh, Blackjack has a run in with some potheads. Maeve's sire Colin pops up out of nowhere and kind of lectures her a little bit. Uh, and Alexander is visited by the Clan Nosferatu whip. Who explains to him that mother, uh, or grandmother Dorcas, the uh, the clan's primogen, uh, would like him to keep an ear out on on kind of what his coterie's up to. They've heard some rumors that Samuel's looking for something, and they're just curious as to what it could be. Nothing, uh, nothing out of the ordinary for the Nosferatu. They are dealers of in secrets. Let's see. Did um, you ever mention uh, was Noah a thin blood as well, or was he, he was a caitiff? He was okay. clanless, but no, he was of at least the thirteenth generation. He was a full vampire. Okay. And I think the session more or less wrapped up with Samuel trying to eat waffles and failing miserably. Trying his best. Yeah, that was more of the player forgetting the uh, that rule yeah. bit there. Well, if your uh, humanity had been a seven, yeah, you could probably have kept it down. You're just not that good at faking being human anymore. And uh, I think Jolene and Samuel had a little tiff there in the uh, not waffle house. 
Well, the, I guess the tip was a little one-sided. Jolene was upset about something. Jolene is always upset about something. <clears throat> That's true. She is quintessential grumpy cat. It's like I'm a thin blood. I am angry about something because something is probably trying to kill me right now. Yeah. Wouldn't be that hard to say if something was trying to kill you. That is true. I mean, from the oldest to the youngest in vampire society, if something's not trying to kill you, it's at least thinking about and planning to kill you. Yeah. So the sun is setting. It is Friday, January 26th. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I did forget from last session. Samuel got a call from uh, Jackie Pearl, one of the younger apprentices uh, in the Tremere Chantry. Yep. Uh, just asking him if he had seen the Primogen, because the... Uh, cause, uh, Alejandro was supposed to be giving them a lesson. Uh, he had missed, which was extremely unusual, uh, to the point that I doubt I doubt any of the young apprentices had ever seen him miss an appointment. Yeah, at least not without some kind of notification. Uh, though he did, though she did text Samuel later, letting him know the primogen had shown up. You know, so it wasn't like an emergency or anything. So now on the 26th, everyone's awakening. Mm-hmm. How hungry is everybody? Find That's out. A good question. Find out. Everybody give me growls rolls. Blackjack uh, gets hungrier. Uh, Maeve gets hungrier. Oh, Samuel's hey. fine. <laughs> Jolene tend it. Yep. Jolene is super still not being hungry. Fueled, still being fueled by spite. <laughs> That's one way to put it. And Alexander gets hungry. All right. So, what are your, where is y'all's hungers at? Two. Two. Three. I'm good for now. Okay, so nobody's higher than two. No. no, no Alexander. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear him. Sorry, I said I was up to three now. Oh, okay. All right. So, first thing in the evening, is anybody going to bother to hunt, or are you just going to ride with what you got? Ride with what I got. I'll let it ride for now. Okay. Yeah. Same. Uh, not quite sure if it'd be wise for me to not hunt? Question mark? Well, you know, you'd just be adding three hunger. You, you just have three hunger dice in every roll. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? From, yeah, I might as well do it. Right. I'll say from my, from my own experience, one to two, one and two is okay. When you hit three, you're... <laughs> It's like go get a bite. You're you're treading the line. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a tipping point that three three is hitting that tipping point. Yeah. Uh, three uh, is the midpoint between four and five and frenzy and one and two and being fine. Well, the thing with like three and up, I think, is you have to start making like checks to avoid going into frenzy if blood gets spilled near you. Yeah, there might be a little complication like that. But. That's probably fine. I'll, I'll do a little bit of hunting tonight. Alright. And you are a... Farmer? Farmer. Predator type? Mm-hmm. Though... 
Since Three, technically four, I don't have a little herd or anything in my area set up just yet, gonna have to resort to other methods, of course. So probably doing a little bit of a hunting expedition, mm -hmm. as it were. So you're gonna go down in the sewer and hunt rats? Or are you just gonna wander the neighborhood hunting unattended pets? What, what are we doing? Uh, as much as they are akin to me, I'm gonna I'll munch on a few of the little tiny critters of the sewers. Why not? Uh, ready? <laughs> juice box them. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what I'm gonna have to do is ju juice box the poor little buggers. <laughs> <laughs> just what, what Jason did, I just imagined him just like Alexander's like snorting a line of rats, like. Visual. <laughs> I know. Tail hanging out of the nose. That's creepy. I'm gonna make that my next D&D monster. I say, hold on, give me a second. I got a few rats to get. Oh, oh, that's the good stuff. All right, so give me it's composure, animal can. Okay, so. Usually did survival um, when we were hunting. Uh-uh. No. Animal Ken was if it was domesticated. Well, like, oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Actually, does Alexander have some animalism? Uh, I believe so. I mean, the, uh, the, uh... I, I, I don't think he has animalism. No, he does. No, I, I know it's something Nosferatu has have access to. Yeah, yeah, no, he has it, because I remember he has a familus, so he does have animalism. Okay. Yeah, he has animalism. Okay. Alright, go, go ahead and add a dice for your animalism. I mean, if you can talk to animals and, and make them do things, it stands to reason it's going to be easier to hunt them. So, you're going to hit this button up here. Well, then modifier one, right? Yes. Remind the audience, we are all brand new Brand, brand spanking new. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I, I have some experience from standard and V20, but V5 is a little bit new to me as well. Yeah. I've, Five successes. I've played some revised when that was about it. Yeah. That was many moons ago. Revised was my first introduction to. I had the second edition books, but, uh,. Could never find anybody around here to play regularly, so you know I just read all the crap. I mean the the V twenty I really loved. That's what sort of gave me my love of the Tremere clan. Is there's so much interesting stuff to them that and all the different paths of their blood sorcery was mm -hmm. just like. I heard you like flinging lightning and basically being Zeus. <laughs> you had all that stuff in revised V twenty. Put it all in one package where you could find it though. Yeah, you had two or three. Like you had two or three uh, thaumaturgy books that I've got, like one of them. Mm -hmm. That's right. Black Adam. All right, so that's five successes uh, on your hunting roll. That ain't bad at all. Five out of seven. Yeah, that's that's like super not bad. All right. <laughs> Lucky me. Mm -hmm. For now. So, let's see. Hunting in the sewer, I want to say, is equivalent to a slum, skid roll, public housing project, yada, yada, yada. Just because there's no people down there to be getting in your way. There's plenty of, you know, if you're hunting rats, there's plenty of rats in the sewer. Mm -hmm. So that means you got three extra successes. 
So he really did get that line of rats. <laughs> just found a bunch of them, like, all grouped together in a box. It's like he, he just walked by a big swarm of them, you know, with his animalism. Ignore me. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's see. With those extra successes, you can easily reduce your hunger down to one. All right. I'll take that. I'm down to one hunger. I can live with that. Hey. <laughs> I, I won't be going slightly psychopath. <laughs> Yet. Not because of hunger, at least. Yeah. yeah. Not because of hunger. Let's see. I did want to do something tonight, though. Two things, actually. Oh, what is that? Uh, well, first off, uh, because of the rules regarding touchstones, mm -hmm. uh, Samuel is going to basically go online to base, basically like Facebook, and he's just going to check on um, Samantha and because I'm a nerd, Dompe, who are his touchstones with everything that happened, just see if... Uh, they were effective in any way. Alright, let's see here. Um, Samantha is a trauma nurse that works at Huntsville Hospital. And, uh, the receptionist slash nurse? Yeah, she, well, she, yeah, she works in the trauma ward. Okay. And uh, Dompe is a, uh, a gravekeeper. That oh, wait, that's... That tends the cemetery that uh, um, the uh, that has some of Samuel's um, grape dirt in it. Okay. I was looking at the wrong wrong character sheet. I just touched those when I was talking earlier. I see. Yeah. I see you now. I figure like after a big shakeup like that, he he's gonna um, make sure that they're all right because touchstones. Uh, well, let's see. Samantha, you could run into at the hospital without any trouble. Well, Samantha doesn't work at his hospital. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did she work over? Yeah, the thing, the thing. I when I was reading through touchstones and convictions, how they working it in V five, they have to be someone you really don't interact with. Like it's just someone who you've seen that reminds you that you creepily watch from a distance. Pretty much. Yeah. We are the monsters. That is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. You managed to swing by either her house, or, you know, walk by her neighborhood, or possibly you could get to the hospital before she got off and kind of, you know, watch her walk to her car or something. Mm. Uh, or you could swing by the graveyard, you know. Uh, this late, he'd probably be finishing up whatever he was doing for the day. Yeah. Yeah, basically he's just doing a a brief little around trip just to check up, make sure they're doing all right, and then he'll go back to his house again. Okay. Yeah, you see Samantha, she, she's walking out to her car with her cell phone. She's chewing the fat with somebody. Uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> complaining to somebody about, you know, her... Whoever her significant other is, boyfriend, husband, you know. Yeah. I, 
and uh, all right. And then when he gets back to his house, he's going to start doing some research. Okay. He's going to utilize his library to start doing research on um, rituals that have anything to do with fire, Rostrik, and the Red Fear. Something has got him interested in fire. Well, what burned down the what burned down the chantries? Fire and inquisitors. <laughs> Yeah. If uh, if this was in the 80s, the Red Fear would be something else. Yeah. Well, that's the... Red Fear and Rostrick are the same thing. That's the tran English translation of the German word. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you've yeah. been at home just a short period of time when there's a knock on the door. Uh... Um, do you want me to make any kind of roll for my research? Mm. Hmm. Not right now. Gotcha. So I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know that you really have to make rolls to successfully research something, or if you just spend the XP. You know, if it's something already written in the book. Well, it's um. Maybe, because like, that's part of the thing with the library, is it gives you extra dots to research specific subjects. Okay. So well, that'd be to come up with information on it. Uh, okay, go ahead and give me a, a roll. It would okay. This wouldn't be to like learn a ritual or something, but to learn right. basic information on the subject. Yeah, that's what he's doing, is he's trying to see if there's any information that he might be able to pursue. this be academics uh is there Maybe. an occult anymore yeah, there, there is. is yeah there is a cult yeah this would be a cult then a cult okay there All right a cult uh Cult intelligence? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. That seems that seems like that'll be it. Because you're not, in, you know, it might be wits or something if you were in a hurry. And yeah, but this is just I've got the night off. Do, do a little, do a little think, personal research. I think the library is. I want to say it's plus one or plus two. One second. So I'm glad I have the PDF. It's great. <laughs> uh, library. Okay. Yeah, it's just one for a one dot library. No. It's probably a dash per dot or something. Yeah. Ooh. Only one success. Oh. Yeah, you start reading up on it. Uh, yeah. It's it's clearly something that's afflicted, you know, vampires throughout history. Uh, there's a quote from the Book of Nod where uh, I believe it's the Archangel Michael basically curses Cain to fear fire. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Oh, there's a few other kindred scholars that have kind of studied it and tried to beat it. Uh, there's rumors that the Sabbat may have a ritual that involves them jumping through flame uh, to try to try to overcome the fear of it. Uh, the writer doesn't put a lot of stock in that, mm-hmm. simply because he sees the Sabbat is insane. So, yeah. Okay. And as I said, uh, you're there, you're researching for a little while, and there's a knock on the door. Uh, I'll go over towards the door. Yes. A message for you, sir. From? Uh, Marcy, Miss Marcy. Miss Marcy, that is the... Keeper of Elysium. Scroll, 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 scroll. Yes, the Harley. Okay. I love having a codex for this. Well, her official oh. title is Keeper of Elysium, but yes, basically, well, she's, yes. she's the Harpy. I'll have that written down to have Marcy, Toreador Harpy, Keeper of Elysium. He'll uh, open the door. Uh, there is an Elysium being called for uh, this Sunday night. The prince has some sort of announcement to make to. Uh, all of his subjects. I see. Uh, it will be at the old bank building. Very well. Which, you haven't lived here in town, you know, they have Elysiums at the old bank. Semi-regularly. Right. Uh, and he takes his leave of you. You know, he's just one of the couriers. Mm. Uh, you don't know his name. You know, you've seen his face. He's He's brought you messages before. Yeah. Uh, the Prince and Primogen are... You guys are careful about using technology. The Prince and the Primogen are almost paranoid about it. Mm. Uh, oh, he does tell you that he, he trusts that you will inform the rest of your coterie. Mm. As not all of their havens are as well-known as yours. Fortunately, despite it being well known, it's also where pretty much the entirety of the high up <laughs> of the city. Yes, lives. and that you know, it's that is a slightly unusual situation. But they have found it so easy to protect the uh, the ledges that that they move they move more of you kind of in there when the uh, coterie, I mean the chantry was burned. Yeah. Uh, Alejandro was here. Was stayed there for uh, in a house there for uh, for a while. He has his own haven somewhere hidden now, uh, probably in around one of the colleges. Yeah, as that is the Tremere clan's domain. Yep. Uh, Blackjack. Yes. You get up. And I assume you take care of the farm. Uh, of course. Let's see. The junkie was supposed to come back during the day and fix your door, was he? Is it, is it done? Yes. Go test it a couple times. Oh, it seems sturdy. Uh, you know, it sticks a little bit at first, but it's just where uh, you know he had painted it and then shut it while the paint was still wet. 
okay. I was gonna be like, some of these people don't believe in WD-40. Uh. Hmm. Not bad. So you get out and take your cows. As, I, as I'm taking care of everything, is he, is he like in the area? I'm like working, but I'm like actively look, like looking around and seeing if it's still... Uh, he doesn't, prime, he doesn't appear to be on your farm, no. Okay. Uh, you've been working for an hour, so you're just finishing up, basically, when you hear car doors slam out in front of your house. Oh, not again. Alright. <sighs> Who is it this time? Uh, as you round the corner, you see three people standing around the car. One of them is just kind of looking at your house, and just there's like a almost like a sneer on his face, and he's just kind of shaking his head. He's looking at your house. Can I help you, Torador? Actually, you know this guy's been true. Okay. There is a Torador there, and he's like checking the bottom of his shoes as he's walking <laughs> around. Uh, the other guy sees you as you're around the corner. And uh, to his friends, BJ's here. Like my hand. I recognize him, so my hat... Oh, okay, so it's the Brat Pack, so my hands are still up. Yes, it is three members... Well, it's three members of the Brat Pack. Okay, so my hands are still up. Or the Valley the Valley Cove them. Coterie. Okay. So if, if my hands were... If, if, I didn't rec if I recognize them and they weren't the Brat Pack, my hands would be down, but hands are staying up. <clears throat> in full box, old, old fashioned boxing position. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What seems to be the, the problem, good sirs? Uh, the other two look to the Ventru. Uh, What's the matter? Can't speak for yourselves. James Howell the second. I speak for us. I speak for our coterie. Yeah, much like Samuel speaks for yours. That's kind of what we wanted to discuss with you. How can I help you? Uh, you know, we were... We heard your speech at, at uh, Elysium. Uh, yeah. I guess it would have been a week or so ago. Yeah. I'm trying, to remember, trying to remember our time, Joe. And <clears throat> we heard your speech uh, at Elysium. It was... Uh, well, you were surprisingly well-spoken. You can be full of surprises. <sighs> but we couldn't help but notice uh, a sort of, well, an almost anarch feel to your speech. And we just we just wanted to check and make sure that that we don't need to... That, that we, as in the kindred of the city, not just us, oh, uh, yeah. need to be concerned about, about you and where your loyalties may lie. Oh, sure. The the three of the brat pack just happen to be the ones who want to check up on me and make sure I'm fine and not harboring some kind of anarchoclivities. Sure. It's a coincidence it's you three. Uh... All three of them look angry as soon as you say Brat Pack. <laughs> Good. I can assure you, we are not the only ones concerned. 
We just thought it'd be neighborly if we came over and checked with you all friendly-like. Sure. I pre- if I some of the Asili in town not. decided to check with you, it would probably be much less friendly. You'll be reminded I have, uh... Motories. You kind of cut in and out on me. What was it you said? Uh, you'll be... Well, allow me to give you some, uh, hospitality here and just let y'all know that y'all don't gotta worry about me. I just look out for mine. Even if I don't necessarily like them sometimes. That does sound like you. That makes that makes that makes your loyalty sound questionable. You don't like us. Uh, we just have to wonder if uh, if maybe your farm is really the only thing keeping you here in town. If maybe your allegiance to the, to the Camarilla is really just because that's the only way for you to keep this little piece of land. Pray that you never have to find out. The three of them look at each other. You get the impression that you're not reassuring them very much. Sorry? I said you don't look like... They don't look like they've been properly reassured. Okay. Uh, Well, you just keep in mind that... Go ahead. It's the fact to say... Camarilla doesn't have to worry about me going turncoat. Indicator, whatever it may be. I'm here. I'm gonna be staying. I'll be staying here. My loyalty is strengthened by my loyalty to my coterie and, of course, to my farm. Let's see. Roll me. Let's see how convincing you are. I was gonna say I'm not, I'm not being like. <laughs> you're not being deceitful. I assume. I assume deceitful. you're being honest. Right. Uh... Precision. Big word. Oh yeah, yeah. There's persuasion. Okay, I was looking through the skill list. Yeah, roll that. Do I get modifiers because I'm in my home turf? That doesn't make you more convincing, though. No. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Ooh, two successes. Or four successes. Okay. That last little bit does seem to be a little more convincing. Uh... If you are so concerned about how uh, my loyalties may lie. I, I hope that I have enlightened you tonight and that you would tell others the same who may be sharing this, this uh, sentiment the same. We will pass on what you said. I appreciate it. Just know that we and probably your other neighbors so we'll, eh, we'll be keeping an eye on you. But... but as long as what you've said is true you don't have anything to worry about. 
Yeah, uh, They climb back into the car. Uh, as he shut the door, you think you hear the, the uh, Malkavian. Uh, Mike. I thought you said we were going to get the beating. And it shuts. <laughs> Immediate text of the group chat. I hate Brad's ex. Uh, Alexander. Hi, sir. As you're hunting, as you were, as you're finishing up your hunt, uh, you hear somebody coming, coming down the passageway. Uh, you know, not doesn't sound like anybody trying to be stealthy, particularly. Uh, let me see. As you're sitting there juice boxing your last rat, uh, you see another Nosferatu uh, around the corner. And you, you had seen her before when Grandmother Dorcas was introducing you to the clan in the city. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, her... She's still gonna be a bit cautious. Don't know her too well just yet. Uh, but she, you know, she sees you. Yeah, raises her hand in greeting. Hey, you're the new guy, right, Alex? Yes, that'd be me. Uh, I'm Dana. Uh, the whip wanted me to show you around. He said nobody's given you a real tour of the, of the Warrens yet. Oh, yes, yes, that'd be wonderful. I'm still learning my way, but I'll slowly get there, don't you worry. But I'll appreciate any assistance. Yeah, you know, he just wanted to, he wanted to make sure I showed you a few of the spots where you can get down into the, you know, out of the sewers into the caves if you needed to. Uh. I don't know about up, uh, you know, up up north of the city where you live, but you know, all there's caves just all through here. And we got all kinds of spots all over the city where we can pop in and out of them. You got to be careful though. There's you know that flipping splunkers club they've got. Thankfully, they're usually do, doing their stuff during the day, so it's not as big a deal. But you know, anytime you use the cage, just be on the lookout for them. They all wear those flipping GoPro things, so you know. That'd be something to definitely look out for. And then she proceeds to give you a whirlwind tour of the glorious sewer. Huzzah! It's a. Don't think you really had a sewer up where you were living before. Nope. Just good old glorious uh, septic tanks. <clears throat> the two joys uh, of the rural living. 
But, uh, you know, she shows you a spot over, kind of at the edge of your coterie. Oh, uh, your, your domain, rather. Uh, I don't know, somewhere around there. Where you can get into a cave system that runs up, you know, under the, basically under the mountain. Uh, to the west. Yeah, she tells you there's tunnels that'll take you over there, over to the uh, it's Big Spring Cove, Big Cove, into the Big Cove. Basically, you can travel, you know, just under the mountain over to the other side. You know, she shows you the one, you know, the ones that go up under the farm, all the farmland. Uh, I don't think there's anything other important. Uh, and she she doesn't walk you over there because it's outside of town. But she mentions a couple of spots. There's one over close to uh, close to one of the universities, uh, Calhoun. You know, if you're ever on that side of town, she tells you how to find it. Uh, the entire time, she just seems put upon like like a teenager has to do a chore yeah she's not rude to you but she's very very no, very uninteresting yeah she she's got that vibe of i don't rightly care to be helping you right now i have more important things to be doing it's, it's like it's but i'm here anyway it's like a teenager working the counter at mcdonald's just kind of like <sighs> you know i mean she does a thorough job she you know you can't fault her you can't fault the job she's doing oh no of course of course uh Welcome to Good Burger, home of Good Burger, man, take your order. Uh, <laughs> you know, she she gives you a website where you can check uh, basically like the work schedules of the sewer workers. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a hidden site, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a onion side or whatever the deep web stuff's called. It's, it's something the Nosferatu here in town keep up. Yeah. You know, there's nothing about it that seems vampiric. It's just this weird little site that keeps every, keeps all the sewer worker, you know. So you'll know if they're doing a lot of work in your area kind of thing. Uh, so, of course, you know, if they're doing a lot of work, this is the times to avoid even remotely thinking of going through there. Right. Or at least knowing to be, you know, cloaking yourselves in shadow as you do uh, Grandmother Dorcas has essentially declared the sewer workers off limits. Oh, then, yeah, you know, people they... disappearing yeah. in the sewers would draw way too much attention. Oh, yeah. You, you remotely even look at them wrong and be like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if they stumble across you, you know, if there's a risk of a masquerade breach, somebody disappearing would be preferred, but it's strongly encouraged you just don't let this become a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's Alexander? You know that she spends several hours doing that. What would Alexander like to spend the rest of the night doing? Um, pretty much he would start. He would start trying to catalog mainly like uh pass and which like where they end up, where he can like where they you know intersect. So that way he can... Essentially, he'll spend the rest of his night after her 
being kind enough to show him that he's going to spend the rest of the night kind of just, in a way, I would say like sketching or just coming up, making a little map so he has a better idea of where to go, what to do, in case things go wrong. Like, say something happens over on Blackjack's farm. Well, I know this area goes here close to the farms. So I'll travel this way. You know, he can get he can get to places quicker and without having to bother bother the rest of the coterie to like pick him up. Okay, he starts making his own paths and escape routes and. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you don't know where Maeve's Haven is, or really anybody else's, but you know where Blackjack's farm is, so you you can plot to get in and out around there. Okay. Yeah, just just little just little routine of trying to figure out how to get to everybody without essentially anyone seeing him. So using the sewers and the storm drains and Yeah, using everything he can to his advantage. Okay. Jolene Yes. You're working, as is the usual. Yep. Uh, let's see. Did we decide that you were pro- that you probably that your shift probably started when the sun was still up? Yeah. She or was that just something take, I suggested? She would take pretty much any shift, but would prefer like evening shifts. Okay. Just to so no one suspects anything, she like would take shifts at any point. Like if she needed to cover somebody, she'd do that. All that jazz. Okay. Well, it's not too late in your shift. Uh, maybe eight o'clock. Uh, well-dressed fellow comes into in, into the uh, the Waffle House. Uh. Looks like he's of Asian descent. You know, sits down, starts starts flipping through the, the uh, the one page placemat menu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Enjoy the Waffle House. It pretty much you you know it's on the menu. Uh, you know, lunch on one side, breakfast on the other. Mm-hmm. You know, he does the quick flip over and then he goes back to the breakfast side. recognize him at all? No. He's dressed a bit nicer than the usual clientele, but other than that. Turn on the charm. Oops, I think we just lost a decade. He said he was going to be right back. Or did he just... Okay, there we go. There he goes. Uh, But it it shifted everybody's names around. Anyway, here now. Come on now! You're still you. Everyone yeah, yeah. Me, me and you are still you because we're over on the other side. I'm Jolene now. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, Duck is two people, so. But he's not playing a Malkavian. Hmm. He's also very quiet over there. I don't know if he dropped out of Discord or not. I don't know either. Nope, he hasn't dropped out of Discord, so hmm. it might have been something with just. Who knows? Anyway, 
I got my angry range now. That would have that bothered So anyway, yeah, this dude's looking over the menu. Uh, you don't recognize him. She'll go over and be like, need a couple minutes or can I get you your order? Oh, I think I know what I want. Uh, Alright. You know. And he proceeds to order, you know, the, the waffles, like two or three eggs. He orders an extra egg. Uh, orders some extra bacon. That's what one does. Uh, and when he speaks, he's got a slight... Chinese accent, uh, but it, you know it's it, it's pretty slight. He's clearly, uh, if not a native English speaker, at least you know, fluent. Yes, extremely fluent. Yeah. Just kind of give him a nod. Be like, get this put in for you. Shouldn't take that long. Thank you. He's got this bag. He's looking at the decor. I have to say, you look a little bit too well-dressed for this kind of establishment. You're just passing through, or...? Oh, I'm here in the States on business, and... Uh... I kind of have a weak spot for waffles. I would have just... Yeah, so I just well, looked up places to, to get them. They are pretty tasty, so... Got them a couple different ways. If you don't like them this way, well, come back again and see us. Try them another way. Get them with the blueberries next time, <clears throat> yeah, I've had them with blueberries before. Have you ever had them with duck? I mean, not mixed into the waffle. That would be weird. Kind of like a chicken and waffle, except duck and waffle? Uh, kind of. You know, I've, I've heard of that, but I've never been over to... Well, when I was over in Cali, I was in San, uh, San Francisco, not down in... Is it L.A. that, those, that Roscoe's chicken and waffle started? He goes, I imagine it's the same idea. I don't, don't, I don't really know which, space, which place started it first. I can't really say I've been anywhere fancy enough to be doing duck and waffles. Eh, it duck's not too uncommon over back home. Yeah. Imagine it's a bit different than chicken. A little bit, little bit fattier from what I understand. Yeah, it is. It goes with waffles pretty good, though. I would imagine so. I just taps her notepad again and be like, get this put in for you. I'm going to go do a little bit of checkup on the other folks here. If you need anything, just give me a holler. Will do. When he raises his hand like that, you're pretty sure he's wearing a Rolex. Yeah, guy's too well dressed for a Waffle House. Hey, Look, Jason, mm -hmm. do you have any control over swapping the servers around on Discord? Just because I think most of us have been saying like just one bar. Uh, yeah, mine keeps bar. jumping around. Uh, yeah. So I'm asking. I don't know if you have any kind of control over that. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Uh, let's see. Might need to. Uh, I'll say. Might need to poke. What's her bagel? I know Discord has just been acting kind of goofy. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, in our other Discord, we had to switch servers because of the same issue. Mm -hmm. uh, it wouldn't be a, a true internet show without technical Right? Exactly. This is, this, this is 
This is depressingly true. <laughs> yeah. You think Critical Role had them? No. I did. Somebody catch a chimney on fire. Uh, do what now? Mm -hmm. Somebody catch a chimney on fire. Yeah. Uh, they did like a Q&A and had like a fire, like actual like fireside chat behind them. Neither one had really used that chimney before. Mm -hmm. And it goes about as well as you expect. Yeah, I got no idea how to. Mm, we'll I'm, sure there's, I'm sure uh -oh. there's a way, but I, I can't figure it out. Oh, baby, that's a robot. Oh. It hasn't started roboting for me yet, but I probably just jinxed myself. Deck of robots See, for me every now and then. I'm uh, like between three to two. Oh, I'll drop down to one. Yeah, I've dropped down to one right now. Hope. Then I jumped up to three, now I'm at two. Yeah. It's like we're it's like we're playing like divide the divide like a finite amount of bars. Mm-hmm. We have three bars and we divide between, you know, five people. Well no, six people because mm -hmm. Uh you went up It's fine. They're in the same house, that's how it works, right? Right, exactly. We share everything. We share bars. I sent a book. So if I get one bar, that means I only have half a bar. Mm. <clears throat> so you put the order in, you check with everybody else. Uh, you know, you see him pull out his phone, he's checking on his phone. Uh, Hello. Okay. He's checking on the phone. Uh... She'll like if she, when she's like behind, like probably like back towards the kitchen, she'll nod at one of the other waitresses. This guy been in here before? Seems a bit too well off. To he's a little overdressed, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, the food's good. Yeah, you know, so maybe he's no. not that picky. I mean, yeah, that's true, but you know, if he's from, you know, if if, if he's from, you know, China or somewhere, maybe he's, you know. Wanting to taste the local flavor. And nothing, nothing against the place and all, but ain't quite the local flavor. Maybe just I don't know. Maybe it was nearby. Maybe I'm overthinking this. <clears throat> so he gets food ready. Uh, he's still typing away. Uh, and you walk back over, he set the phone down, uh, and you can see, well, you know, he was exchanging texts with somebody. Kind of sets out the spread and be like, I think we got everything here. Need any extra syrup? Refill on your drink? Anything? Let's see, what would he have gotten to drink? Coca-Cola. Yeah, probably, because the tea he's used to would not be the tea he would get at a Waffle House. I mean, sweet tea. 
This tea is cold. This tea has ice in it. Oh, and sugar. This tea me diabetes. <laughs> Alright, give uh, Maddie's gonna change the server, so we're gonna get some glitchiness most likely. Okay. <clears throat> try there. What are we uh, trying here? Let's start speaking. Oh, let's go back. <clears throat> oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or just go back to roleplay. Uh. So yeah, he gets a refill on his drink. Uh. It starts wolfing the food down fairly quick. You know, not, not like making a mess, but like, you know, like he's in a little bit of a hurry. Yeah. Should be like, do you want to go, cup or anything? Good to go. I'll take a. Yeah, I'll take a good okay. to go cup. Get some a to go cup of whatever beverage and just kind of yeah. sets it near him, sets the check with it. I'll take care of this whenever you're ready. No rush. No, oh, that's about right. He lays down a credit card. Takes care of it, walks it back, and just be like, Need anything else, hon? Just let me know. Goes about her business, but kind of tries to maybe. Well, no, she's not gonna. She's gonna, like, take a good look at him in case she needs to describe or whatever. Okay. Uh, younger, you know, younger guy, pretty good looking. Uh, like I said, very sharply dressed. Yeah. Uh, his phone starts ringing as he walks out the door. And just as it shuts, you hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be up yet. Well, some of us still have to eat, and the door shuts. <clears throat> and you see him still moving his mouth as he walks to his car. She's going to make note of that. Just... She could be someone, you know, you know, maybe overseas talking, but... Well, with her background, she's probably thinking that's some kind of assistant to one of the fine ladies and gentlemen of the night. Well, you know, Hong Kong's got a Camarilla presence, too. Yeah. Or at least they did back in the 90s. I don't know about now. <clears throat> Just kind of make a definitely a mental note of it. Uh, would she have thought to look on his credit card for his name? If she hadn't, it would have been on the receipt that printed out at the bottom where it asked for a signature. Got his him. name is Russell Yu. Uh, Last name... Why are you? Please. Okay. Let's, let's see, me having to look it up. China actually does not have a Camarilla presence. Okay. They're well, run by the Triads or the Kui Jin. Yeah. Well, I knew, the, I knew they were a big presence, but I knew back in the 90s yeah. when you had the World of Darkness Hong Kong book, Camarilla had a small presence in Hong Kong. Yeah. Looks like they've taken over. Yeah. I could easily say I haven't gotten run out. Yeah. Not as vast or powerful as it was in the early 20th century. But. 
Well, I think the idea was the European kindred were basically there in Hong Kong when it was still British controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically it's basically run by the Kuajin that are pretty much the de facto leaders of the triad. So it's Kuajin Chinese vampires that have their own private army, quote unquote. Mm, accurate enough, at least for what the kindred... For what anybody in Huntsville's gonna know, yeah. Yeah. They have about 100,000, actually. (laughs) Well, you know, if they're in through China, that's a lot of area to cover. Yeah. All right. Maeve, how are you wanting to spend your evening? Well, she's back at work, but her size is there unless he left that night. Let's see, you had... Were you letting him crash at your place? Probably. Okay. Then yeah, he's still there when, when you get up. Probably just catch up with him. I'll probably call out of work if she was working that day. Said family member came into town un, un- unannounced, so uninvited. <laughs> uh, so he he hears you calling in. Uh. Oh, he's like, oh, you didn't have to do that. But since you did, maybe you can help me with a little chore. A little errand, a little errand I was going to perform. Huh. And what errand would this be? Oh, a little reconnaissance. As much as I like catching up with you, Childer, uh, that's not really the only reason I came to town. So who are you spying on? Well, I'm really just kind of checking the borders. Uh, I suppose at some point tonight I'll need to present myself to the prince. Would be wise. Uh, Or at least make the arrangements to do so. You don't happen to have the Seneschal's number, do you? No, but I can probably get it for you. Oh, that'd be appreciated. And she'll text Sam. And Samuel probably does have the Seneschal's contact information. Does he give it to her? He'll... Why do you ask? (laughs) She would have told him that her sire was in town. Do you use the term sire? No. Uh, she would have been like, so, um, family member came into town unannounced. Um, but he was wondering if I had such and such number. And I know you do. Would be, would you be able to give it to me so I can give it to him? 
What would you call the Seneschal? You would you would know his name is Chad Tucker. I mean, he's important up in town. You would know his yeah, name. Yeah, be like, be like, hey, do you have Chad's number? Because I don't. I mean, you can always call him Uncle. Well, she wants to make sure Samuel knows he's talking about something. Me debating on how to do this. <laughs> hmm, the Kangaroo wants to know the Seneschal's number. Why? <laughs> Basically. I mean, it's there black and, in black and white for you. I might have his number, but it is not really my place to give out to people I do not know. Sorry, Actually, he'll go. he'll also no. respond later with, um, having a group meeting on Sunday. Think you can make it? Yeah, I'll be able to be there. Good. I'll tell the others. Cool. I should look at him like he's not giving me the number, so unfortunately. I can't help you out with that part right now. I will. I'll run across somebody that can tell me, I'm sure. Anyway, till then, my errand. Mm -hmm. He pulls out a phone. Alright, I've got an Uber coming. Okay. But you haven't told me who or what we're looking for. Just anything out of the ordinary. Be a little more specific so it'll be easier to find whatever you're looking for. Uh, we're heading up into the uh, the Kadif territory to the north, uh, you know, the north end of town. We have reason to suspect uh, well, there's been rumors of the lupines gathering to the north. Okay. And does the prince know this? Well, if he doesn't, that's kind of on him. I mean, it's his responsibility. He's the one that's left that northern territory empty for so long. Or maybe that's why he's slowly shuffled the caitiff that way. Maybe he's creating a human wall. Probably. over here and blood senses tingling. <laughs> I can sense that somewhere someone's doing something that would piss me off. Exactly. You were talking shit. You were talking Ooh. shit about thin bloods. They're about to talk shit about thin bloods. They're thinking shit about thin bloods. My shoulder is tingling as that chip gets bigger and bigger. <clears throat> that shit's a boulder. What are you talking about? Uh, so 
So a few minutes later, a car pulls up. You know, a guy rolls out his window. Colin? Yeah, that's me. You know, climbing to the back. Yeah. Your sire chews the fat with this guy. It's it's the most human you've ever seen him act. Not that he's in particularly inhuman, but you know, usually he's relatively unemotional. I mean, not lacking emotion. He's just not real expressive. Give him the side eye and a slight confused look on her face, but not say anything right now. But, uh, I mean, and he's talking to the guy. I mean, the subjects are just, you know, well, they get they get off on the uh, the new stadium being built in Madison, uh, you know, and the fact that you know they're they're. The new team is hoping to have its first ball game next year. You know, and how long has it been since Huntsville's had a had a, a minor league ball team? You eventually pick up that it's baseball they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And living here in town, you've probably heard of the Trash Pandas by now. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but Carl does a very good job of just keeping this conversation going. If you didn't know he had just gotten into town, you'd have thought he was already living here. He is so up on this ball team. She's just gonna shake her head. The driver, the driver sees you do that. It's like, oh, you're not a, not a ball fan. Not particularly baseball. Ah, oh, more football or basketball. Football. He goes, yeah, watch me some college. I do usually college or uh, NFL. So. I will find the right map to you on eventually. All right. Only had to try four times with four maps. You got this. Uh, So he takes you up to the Cherokee Hills area. At least I think that's the correct area. Let's see. There's Winchester Road. But uh, it takes you up there, pulls off the main road, uh, kind of into a, you know, into a little neighborhood, and kind of at, kind of at a, let's let y'all off at a corner street. Uh, trying to find.
Oh, wait, that's probably that's probably it right there. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, you know, Colin tells him bye. Got a big smile on his face, waves. As soon as the guy pulls off, and he Colin turns back, his face kind of goes poker face again. You need to practice your small talk. I've practiced it well enough. He goes, you got to think of it as camouflage. I, you know, but not he's prey, but I had him completely at ease. Ubers can also be good for snacks. But not everybody talks Uber. to their Uber driver. No, Jolene, no. <laughs> no, that's true. And if you get one that's particularly suspicious, then you don't want to be too talkative. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so where you're at, he dropped you off in front of this. There's a two-story house on one corner. There's a smaller house across from it with like a little gazebo out to the side. And, you know, a couple of houses, you know, several houses over here. You see one with a large, uh, little fence, large fenced-in area with, uh, some dog houses. And you see some, uh, I can't remember if it's Rock Wilders or Pit Bulls. You know, some fairly large dogs in there. But he starts walking you down the road between these two. Uh, one house down, and the 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 paved road kind of stops, and then it's more of a gravel gravel road that goes back up into the woods. Uh, you know, and there's a sign. There's a clearly a there's apparently a park back up in there. So one thing I like about your, about your city is you've got so many of these land trusts and parks around. Uh, anywhere that got too hilly to want to build, yeah, they just made it a, a park or a wildlife refuge. I mean, it makes it easier. It does. It, it really did draw a lot of gangrel here at one time. Curious as to why your prince has banned the Wheeler Wildlife Refuge, though. It's awful big place if for him to be just be saving it for himself. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Would you? No, no. The prince is not taking you into his confidence on why he makes the decisions yeah, no. he makes. Yeah, no. No. I barely know the prince. Like, he's going to say anything about that. No, yeah, I, I just yeah, thought there might be rumor, rumor mill about it. Not that I heard of. I'm not close enough to enough people to know about that. Well, you know, keep your ear out. If you, you know. It's probably not important. I'm just mildly curious. So I do hear they have alligators out there, hmm. which is weird this far north. 
So how far are we going to start looking for these tracks? Well, this road winds back and up a bit, kind of curves around, and it's a park area, you know, like an actual parking area. I think with some pavilions or whatnot. Uh, so we're going to cut through the woods here. From this point on, we probably need our game faces on. No chit-chat. Mm. Uh, if there are lupines in the area, we do not want them to notice us. Yeah. Uh, She's going to go and put her phone on a silent. Oh, that would be a hilarious way for a vampire to get busted by werewolves. <laughs> phone goes off freaking. one something okay so as you creep forward you see Colin dropped all fours in just a few seconds time yeah, he's standing there as a pretty large gray wolf He kind of gives you a jerk of his head and heads off into the... Uh, I can't remember if vampires can speak in that form or not. Well, it doesn't really say, but you've got animalism, so you could probably communicate. Mm-hmm. He could probably make his make his self known to you, and of course, he still understands him, so you can speak to him no problem. Mm-hmm. Is that a discipline level, right? What's that? Oh, because he the shape change. Well, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's, that's in, in the level three protean. Okay. Yes, your your clan bane is uh, of let's see, uh, I believe it's still that the, the thing where every time you frenzy, you want it with an animal feature. Mm-hmm. It's one way you can spot older gang girls as they they have a very hard time blending in. Mm-hmm. The particularly short tempered ones can can often end up as. Uh, Perhaps not as hideous as a Nosferatu, but definitely as noticeable. I reminded this one game I did with our storyteller played around with the Gangrel player. He basically turned her character into a cat girl. <laughs> <laughs> like tail, ears, whiskers. Oh, we could have done worse. Actually. Yeah, he could have done much worse. He just felt like playing, playing up the stereotype. <laughs> It was funny. Because you can wind up with, especially if you're dealing with city gangrel, you can wind yeah. up with them starting to gain insect features and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. I'm disappearing now. RP. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, give me a stealth roll there. Rep for Maeve. 
Because you need to be the sneaky. Stealth and dexterity, right? Yes. Good luck to me. Well, three's pretty good. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. One with the, the ten was on my hunger die for one of them. Okay, but there's, o there's only one ten, so that doesn't matter. Only one ten, not two. Yeah. Gotta I be looked a, at that. I got a, yeah. gotta be gotta a, a ten and a nine. So. I double check mine all the time. Anytime I see the green, though, my my heart speeds up. And smile goes across my face. And so far, you've all disappointed me every time. Like two bestial fail, uh, bestial what do you call them successes so far? Messy criticals, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, yes. Alright, Colin also does quite well. Uh, so you creep up to this camping area. Or, you know, this parking area. Uh, now, walking walking up this trail, you had to step around a, uh, a chain that had been stretched across the road. Uh, nothing heavy-duty. It's just when the park's closed, they string a chain across with a sign on it, you know, if the park's closed. It's usual hours or whatever. But there are still vehicles. There's still a couple of vehicles up here. Uh... Give me one more roll. Perception. Uh, Perception and... Let's see. Mm. Wits, I believe, would be the proper one. To give you a wits? Yes. Wits and perspiration. Is it perception in this one, or is it a... Uh... No, I don't have perception. I have insight, go. though. Awareness? Awareness, that's the one. Awareness. All these different games with the same thing, name different things. Mm -hmm. to me again. Ooh! Oof, two tens. Two tens, one of which you want, is... You you wanted two tens. I have spoken it into existence. You, you spoken <laughs> it into the world. Alright. Messy critical. Even if throw on different dice? Like one hunger. It's one a critical hunger. and a ten on one of the hunger dice. Right. Otherwise, you couldn't get messy criticals on, with just one hunger. Alright. And you can. Oh, but you can. This is my second one so far in this game. Let's see, criticals in combat? Well, that's not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> Alright, Missy Criticals. The character gains one or more stains. That doesn't really make sense. Character breaches the masquerade. If they visibly demonstrate, yada yada yada. Alright, so here are your choices. 
You can gain one or more stains for their monstrous action. Doesn't really make sense in this particular situation. Mm -hmm. uh, the character breaches the masquerade as they visibly demonstrate supernatural strength, speed, or leave gaping bite wounds in a body. Again. Yeah, this is a perception check, so that doesn't really make sense. Uh, the character loses one dot from an advantage. For example, you might have uh, totaled your car, squandered a resource, uh, crippled a retainer, offended an ally, or lost status in court following your outburst. Uh, this goes into how you can recover that. I don't know that you have any backgrounds that make sense for that. Let me pull up. So you've got mm. Let's see, if none of the above conditions fit the narrative, such as on a stealth or awareness test, the mystical messy critical turns into a simple mess and the test fails as the beast clouds the senses and otherwise makes a quiet solution unattainable. So in this case, your messy critical really just makes it a failure. Damn. Which is getting off lighter than you might have in some other situation. Yeah, because I don't have a lot of stuff for that. Uh, so basically, you're trying to hear what they're... There's a couple of people in there, uh, and you know you, you can tell they're talking, and you... You keep trying to get closer. You're not hearing anything. You keep moving, and you're kind of, you know, you're you're kind of defeating yourself. Uh, and somewhere in that, you realize you've lost sight of Colin. She's going to try to see if she can find him then, since she cannot hear what the other, what the people are talking about at the cars. Okay, give me another awareness roll. Yeah, you're still not going to be able to hear him from where you're at, but maybe you can spot Colin. Okay, that's two successes. Uh, now, he's done quite well in his stealth, but you're not who he's trying to hide from. Yeah. You realize he has literally crept out of the woods and is, is hugged down low to the ground and is actually creeping up, kind of uh, up under one of the cars. Or, in this case, it's a truck. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like it's a little tight, but he manages to fit up under it. As he gets situated, you see him look back at you, and you see the little wolf shake its head. And then look back the other way. Okay. She's going to kind of go behind the trees to not be seen if they start looking around. Yeah. You're not 100% sure if he was shaking his head in judgment, or if that was him going, yeah, don't, don't, don't come up. 
she's just gonna take it as don't come up, so she's gonna just... Uh, so yeah, there's three or four people talking. You can't tell for sure where you're at. Uh, Colin stays under there for about 15 minutes. Uh, as the as the the party starts to break up, uh, one guy stays behind as the other two uh, or uh, three climb into one of the vehicles and drive off. Once they're out of sight, the last fellow walks and gets into the truck. Uh, is that the truck that Colin is under? Yes. As the truck pulls off, you see where Colin had just, you know, just crouched down low and stays there until until the truck pulls around the corner outside. Then he gets up, sort of shakes the grass off, and trots over to where you're at. So did you find anything interesting? He yaps at you. Okay. Are these the people you were looking for? The wolf kind of bows and straightens up. And you see all of his features shift back to the gray-haired fellow you're used to. Well, I've definitely confirmed that the Lupines are planning something. They did not go into great detail. Uh, but the fellow in the truck lives local, apparently. How local? Mm, he didn't say for sure. Somewhere in this general area. I mean, somewhere here in the Cherokee Hills area. And apparently he's been here for some time. For the prince not to notice if he definitely doesn't come this way. For the caitiff not to notice. Well, one spy hidden in a city is... is uh, Harder to find. Exactly. The Lupine are not usually that patient, at least not most of them. Unless this is an older one. Mm, that's true. They age like more. They, they age like the kind, generally. That I mean, This one looks like he was 30 or 40, maybe. I mean, our new coterie edition just came from way up north. That also had a lupine infestation. Oh, where at? That's why he was down here. Um, where was Alexander from? Haven or whatever the he claimed the northern town was. Uh. Yeah, crap! Now I'm blanking on it again. 
I got a buddy that lives there. I don't know why. I keep blanking on his You're name. You're drawing. A... But yeah, I'm just drawing a blank. Uh, Hazel Green. I think it's Hazel Green. Should be like Hazel Green. Oh yes, yes. That's that's really only a few minutes up the road. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't take them that long to just get down here. No, no, not at all. I wonder if they're using that as a, as a, uh, if they're gathering their forces there. Huntsville has not had a major lupine problem in some years now. It used to be the tribes down in uh, Bankhead Forest that would venture up here. Rumor is your plants that came to some agreement with them. And they focused their attention on Birmingham of late. Know about this? Yeah, that's, that's, I suppose you do. He's your prince. Yeah. Yeah. As you walk back down, he pulls out his phone. We're gonna get a lift to pick us up. Cheaper. Then I don't like using the risking having the same driver multiple times. Good point. Um, she's going to message Sam. Um. We need to talk. ASAP. Either your house or somewhere close. Sam respond. Would he be in the middle of studying at this point? Um, he'd have been studying for a while by this point. Oh yeah. Bond. Um, where's the nearest Elysium that isn't in the ledges? Oh, let's see. Bird on the mountain is fairly close by. Let me look for one close to your...
There is a small one on Walton's Mountain, which is just outside your coterie. Uh, it's a small uh, bar, basically. Uh, kind of a neighborhood pub sort of thing. That uh, you know, uh, the kind use the downstairs, and there's an upstairs area that's that's a permanent Elysium. That's not a, you know, it's not a real busy something. It's a place a little bit out of the way. Yes. Okay. It is often used. You know, it's got a few individual rooms that you know can be used for you know small meetings. And then there's kind of a central area where people can, people can mill about. There's okay. usually three or four people there at any given time. Okay, he'll he'll tell her where to meet there. She'll be like, "All right, see you soon." Walton Elysium, all right. And he will. Put on a pair of jeans, heavy boots, leather jacket, and he will take his motorcycle. He has a motorcycle? Yeah. yeah He's wealthy. Yeah, oh, yeah, his resources, that's not a hard thing. What a really cool blackjack cosplay you got going on. And she's going to look at her He's side not wearing like, overalls. She's going to be like, change of um, destinations. Oh, he pulled out his phone. Where are we going? And she's gonna tell him the address. Okay, I think puts that in. And your lift carries you to that little little Walton Mountain pub. Mm-hmm. Tip the lift driver um, when she dropped off and head on in. And Colin just strolls in behind you. Um, is Daniel already there by the time she gets there, or? Uh, he's a lot closer than you are, so yeah, he could easily yeah. be there first. Yep. Yeah. meet him wherever he's at, either in one of the rooms or wherever. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know he'd be in the upstairs area. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, as you walk in, there's a, uh, let's see, the Toreador usually run Elysium, but this is not your average Elysium. The fellow that lets you in is, he's got kind of a biker look going on, but it's not convincing. It's like he's trying a little too hard to look the part. You know, everything he's wearing is a little too new, a little too unscuffed. Yeah. Uh, but he welcomes you in. He welcomes you to Elise. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thanks him. 
then goes about finding Samuel. And, uh, I guess it's in front of him. Yeah, you don't have any trouble. I'm, I'm, would Samuel be out in the, in the kind of open area, or would he have gotten one of the rooms? He'd have gotten a room. Okay. Uh, you know, and think of it like, you know, it's like a little separate room like you have at some restaurant. Uh, yeah. You know, there's plenty of room for like six or seven people to sit in here and eat if they wanted to. Yeah. So, I'm sure you can sit the table in front of him and just, um, put her hands, like, in front of her face. Uh, he'll, he'll throw a message to Blackjack and Jolie and say, I'll be in an extended meeting tonight. Right. Colin comes with her, she's going to introduce Colin to Samuel and vice versa. Hmm. Um, Colin, can I give you a nod? Well? We have an issue. Severity? Ah, the lupine. So there's a wolf pack. One right now. <laughs> I see. How did you learn of this? Colin was doing a little spying mission and I decided to tag along. For whom? She looks at him. At Colin. Unimportant at the moment. But I'd heard... Actually, yes, it is. I had heard rumors of, of a lupine build-up. And was asked by an employer to check it out. Right. He has certain business interests in the area. And of course, as a loyal... Member of the uh, Camarilla. You know, lupines are bad for all of us. I asked Maeve to come with me as backup. Did you ask her to come as backup, or did you inspire a loyalty as her sire? I like to think it was a little of both. She had, she had called in to, to work to spend some time with me. I had an errand to run. I asked her to come along. So if things went sideways, you could blame culpability on another instead of yourself. That's not my style. And yet you are evading the question. Ask me something that's any of your business. It is. Considering you took a member of my coterie with you, you made it my business. Oh, so you own the members of your coterie. And do you own her? I am her sire. And yet, where have you been? Oh, out and about. Yes. You may not know how Gangrel do things. And you may not know how we Tremere do things. 
I know it used to involve a lot of blood bonding. Then that blew up in your face. Yes. Along with your main chantry. And your local one, now that I think about it. And I'm surprised that you don't have as many animal features. Tell me, have you been, uh... Have you been taking any extracurricular things to help keep your temper in check? Self-control has always been in a, an important uh, philosophy of mine. My sire was an inspiration in what not to do. I suppose we'll have to differ on that, as mine was an inspiration on what to do. Well, then, then you were luckier than some. I consider myself as such. What inspires a Tremere to put together the sort of coterie that you have? What inspires you to go out on hunting missions? It's always good to have favors. Precisely. So I trust you'll be passing the information along to the prince. You have not given me any information. Oh, she'd mentioned the lupines gathering to the north. Yes. Uh, one of them has been in town for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. They didn't use any names when they spoke. Right. How do you know that? I was hiding under their truck listening to them. Uh, as I said, one of them was there in town. The the two he was, or the three he was speaking to, uh, were for some from from uh, up north somewhere. Hmm. Tennessee, I'd be guessing from the way they were talking. <laughs> I see Sarah's face. <laughs> Feel that? Yeah, they're making it rain. Okay. So. And what does your employer believe this is important to hunt to sense a single agent to hunt? I'll have to work best alone. Or with assembling my own team. He kind of puts a hand on Maeve's shoulder. She's going to close her eyes. And yet you just degraded me for doing the same thing. Well, you hold a domain. Yes, I do. A relatively safe one. As far as, you know, being vulnerable from the side. Uh, I wasn't degrading you, I was merely asking. Idle curiosity. I'm a very curious person. Could you repeat that? You cut out a little bit for me. No. He goes, I was merely curious. I'm a very curious person. Hmm, indeed. And yet, you have not indulged my own curiosity. Why should I indulge yours? That is fair. (sighs) 
As I remember, I need to write this guy's name down. Colin. Colin. <laughs> Names, sire. General pain in the ass. <laughs> Basically, yeah. They have a love-hate relationship, you know. Yeah. I get to flex little RP muscle. I'm loving it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Colin goes on. All that aside, though, it did sound like they were planning some sort of offensive. Anything in particular? Or just generals? They were just in a general planning stage. Uh, I'm not sure if the local was a part of their uh, pack. Or if it's just someone they knew was in the area and they made contact with. Uh, it is not often that the clans work with those outside of their own. Sometimes for larger projects they will. The, the out-of-towners seemed a little, um, a little dismissive. That would be a little bit more in line. Perhaps a, a lone wolf that is trying to earn a favor into a pack to be accepted by their alpha. The Lupines have their own divisions, uh, perhaps similar to our clans. I don't know what they all are or what the real significance of it is, but I feel like that was more the where the disdain was coming from. Well, it, Maybe there's some it, lesser, lesser thought of uh, breed of Lupine. It, it depends. There are, there are some that are warriors, some that are considered the shamans or wise speakers it's more of a caste system in some cases mm. well there will be Elysium on Sunday the prince has called a meeting you will certainly be able to introduce yourself there oh, afterwards well I've had the keeper of this Elysium uh for the Seneschal by my number, uh, Sunday will probably be, will probably be the, soon enough for the official uh, present presentation. But I wouldn't want to wait that long to notify him that I was in town. Prudent. Yeah, you know, breach of protocol. Indeed. Was there anything else? That was it. I figured you would would want to know when I knew. Wise. That'll give me some time to plan. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Of course. Wouldn't keep anything from you. Maybe except where I live, but... That of kind course. of paranoia, uh, Colin goes, that kind of paranoia will keep you alive. It has done me well for as long as I've been alive. Hmm. 
Anyway, he'll look up a call and, and he'll stand and offer his hand to the man. Hey, who are chat shaking in? He's got a he's got a firm handshake, but it's not one of those where you know he's trying to intimidate or you know. Yeah, it's just a firm handshake. He just grins like. It is not often I have such a rousing verbal spa. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Do take care of my child. I am for some reason attached to her. She is one of my own. She will be protected to the best of my ability. I will hold you to that. Right. If that is all, I have more research that needs to be done. And planning to finish. <clears throat> Alrighty. Well, we'll see you Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <clears throat> uh, as you step out of the office, uh, the uh, Tory door that keeps this Elysium you know, kind of makes a little gesture to uh, to Colin, and Colin walks over and starts talking to him. <clears throat> I must say, as they do that, Samuel just put a hand on Maeve's shoulder. So, I know he is your sire, but how open are you with him? As open as one can be, kind of? I mean, he is my sire. But I don't always tell him everything. Sire, no. I would caution you to check your time at times. Not as an insult, mind you, but as he said, paranoia is what keeps us alive. I got fortunate with my sire that the Tremere seek out those of like mind we generally get along with one another there are others like Jolene that were not nearly as lucky mm -hmm. yeah. just keep a, keep a wary eye out the fact that he took you alone to go spy on a pack of werewolves is concerning is not the first before of course I joined the Coterie not the first time we went alone to do Renicom uh, spying and whatnot. but don't worry I will be wary next time thank you no not then I don't always show it but those who do manage to worm their way into this dead heart of mine, I'll try to protect them. That includes you. That's good to know that you do care. And don't worry, Sam. I care about you too. <clears throat> about that time, Colin steps back over. Well, that's all taken care of. <clears throat> uh. The prince will be alerted that I am in town, and I can present myself on Sunday. Was that a DM cough or a player cough or a character cough? Oh, it was a DM cough. Sorry. Okay, I'm sitting there going, "Do I need to insight that?" 
<laughs> you don't know. He's got <clears throat> <laughs> Actually, yes, you know yes, what? The, the, the day of just the very old dead vampires, like, oh, it's just my allergies. It's the pollen. Just on a whim, I do want to insight that to see if he was listening. Mm, okay. Would it be insight or... Yeah, there is insight. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if it'd be, would it be insight or awareness to note to notice if he was? No, insight would be more of to get his general. If he's hiding something, that's true. Which would it be awareness to see it to notice if he was listening? I'm going to say insight because your your base is it's it's kind of his body language whether you think he was tilting his head back towards you or there. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So it'd be insight plus. Uh, probably wit. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let's see. Composure, manipulation, charisma. Hmm. Think of the composure. Or... Yeah, I'm thinking this would be more social than mental. Yeah. <clears throat> Manipulation is trying to specifically do something. Yeah. What specifically is composure for? I'm here 24-7 asking things to stump the DM with. <laughs> it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do on a new system that we're just we're playing for like the sixth time. Well, I mean, I even do it to cap. <laughs> like last Wait. time we last time we played on Monday, I stumped him. Was like, hey, so can I pick up this wyvern and you and beat this wyvern with the other wyvern? <laughs> barbarian things. Just barbarian mm -hmm. things. Yeah. It was just amusing to. Nature. It was just a, it was just amusing. To, just to see his brain just shut down for a second as he tried to process that question. <laughs> Alright, use your traits. Does that just see the plate disappear into the darkness? <laughs> like I said, Alexander is true state. Yeah. Gone. I love that we just unintentionally, like, perfectly just, like, is he's cosplaying as Nosferatu. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, it works perfectly. It does. No camera, so you don't. So he's never seen. Darkness shrouds him after a while. He's just gone. So he's always hidden. It just <laughs> to see the eye, the protean eye, just like stalking up. Right there, you go. I, right. I like to think. I like to think every now and again, you just have like a. You have like a. You actually just have a clapper that you don't use. <laughs> you like clap on. <laughs> And he shows up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm amused by simple things. My brother, oh, do we all? Yeah, I doubt the truth. Okay. And I want to say maybe charisma. I'll go. Let's go with charisma because composure is more the resistance stat. So. Yeah, I think charisma just like notice social cues maybe. We'll go with we'll go with a uh, charisma. Okay. Probably no modifiers involved. Where am I? 
My specialties, because I have a lot of those. No, just you just your composure and your insight. Oh no, we're treasure. Hmm. No, this wouldn't be etiquette, that's never mind. Okay, yeah. Eh. It's a one. Alright, oh yeah, he need to roll his Yeah. Composure. <laughs> And that'd probably be Composure Subterfuge. You know, if he's resisting this and I'm not just rolling to make you think it yeah. might be. Make the, make the player sweat a little bit. I mean, yeah, Insight's not something I'm best at. Like, Insight plus Charisma, that's only four dice. <laughs> Alright, so you got one success. You can't tell. Yeah, I kind of figured. Uh, but yeah, you know, go walk out. Uh, Colin pulls his phone back out. Well, suppose that's that. It was a Colin's like it was a pleasure making your acquaintance, Sam. Yours as well, Colin. I expect to see you on Sunday. You will. <clears throat> the last thing I would want is the, is the prince rolling the sheriff's out because I didn't show up to present myself. <laughs> It'd be unfortunate for them and inconvenient for me. It'd be unfortunate for everyone. Yeah, and you see, yeah, you see, he's got the Uber app on his phone. Yeah, he'll go over and he'll uh, uh, go to his bike. Now, is it a real high dollar bike, or is it something that blends into a more average setting? It it's a, it's one of those does if he needs to blend in bikes. Okay, it's not high dollar. It's 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 more one that looks like it's just it could take a beating. It's kind of Harley. It's a Kawasaki. Basically, you know, it's not that it looks especially cheap. It's just average motorcycle. Yeah, it's just not like you've got an Indian chieftain or one of the really high dollar sons. Mm. No, it's 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 pretty average. Okay, it's, that's his. I I want to blend in somewhere where your car is the. Uh, I'm here to impress people. Basically, why? Yes, I am a doctor. Essentially. <laughs> All right. So you drive off, or ride off, mm -hmm. and Uber comes by and picks up Maeve and Colin. Not the same one. Uh, let's see. Jolene. You've got the, you know, you get the text from Samuel about, you know, and it may be in an extended meeting. Uh, did you drop any kind of message in your text about the Elysium coming up? Um, I, after um, informing him, like, before he, either before he left or when he got home. No, he, he did say uh, over group text there would be a 
a group meeting on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Just that a would... group meeting. Well, yeah, it's over a text. <laughs> you can't just flat out say Elysium. <laughs> that could be at the house. That could be anywhere. Yeah, but it does. But it does tell you. To, it, it does imply to you to have your Sunday night free. Yeah. Oh, should you know situate that. <laughs> so anyway, you got that. You know, you get that text while you, those texts while you're at work. Mm-hmm. Another fucking meeting. Your coworkers like what? Nothing. Just uh, some friends. You don't sound very happy about your friends. I mean, it's just a lot of meetings, and I was hoping just to maybe take a nap Sunday. You, you know how it is. You work the whole week, and you just want to kind of recharge. Oh yeah, yeah. Ain't good enough, folks. No, don't get me wrong. Just. She's like, yeah, I can remember getting into my thirties. Yeah. Could party all weekend in my twenties. Once I got to my thirties, uh that bitch. I feel you. And the uh, and the woman speaking is in probably her late forties by this point. She is the oldest. She's she's the actually mama. the oldest. Yeah, she's yeah, kind of. She's the oldest worker at the. So anyway, Jolene gets off work. Where would she? Where, what would she like to do for the rest of her evening? Honestly, she she's not gonna go hunting. Um, she'd probably just send a text like, "What kind of meeting? Do I need to dress up for this? Can I skip out?" Not quite Sunday best. I'm guessing that's a no on skipping out. Okay. Yes, unfortunately for Jolene, the Jones Valley Coterie is currently uh, in favor. Yep. <laughs> Another night of getting the side eye. Blackjack. Yeah. Now Jeanette does not Jeanette does not give you the side eye. She gives me the full on. She flat murder. out curls her lip it. She like makes like <laughs> cut across the throat motions from across the room. Just looks across the room like I'll kill you. Blackjack goes to find a, a find a, a full length mirror with she's wearing right now. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Hmm. Alexander. Yes. Uh, 
you've spent several hours kind of scouting out the uh, underside of Jones Valley. I guess the Jones Valley war- uh, Warrens. Jeez. Uh, and sure enough, you know, you found some of those interests to the cave systems where, uh, oh, what was her name? Dana. Dana, where Dana had said they were. Uh, and there's a few areas that are marked with, you know, it just looks like graffiti, but you know it's Clan Nosferatu markings. Uh, Almost kind of like a thieves can't. Empiric thieves can't. Sort of. Exactly. It's it. It doesn't really leave complex messages. It just sort of marks locations. Uh, but you know, especially when you're getting familiar with the underground, you can use them as kind of uh, location markers. Uh, and while you know they don't spray paint the secret entrance to anything, it's close enough. By, you know, some of them are close enough by that when you see one, you know there's an entrance or a exit or something close by. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, he's gonna be making no- making notes of the symbols that he sees. Uh, give me a wits awareness. Yes, sir. Go to the right? Maybe? Looks like it. Uh, looks like it. Okay. Awareness. You have four dice between width and word. Yes, because they're both a two. Yeah, yes, alright. That's good. right then. You did all it. Alright, two Woo. successes. Uh, You know, you're kind of wrapping up your exploration for the night. Uh... You know, you you know, if crap goes down at your haven, you know where to duck into the into the uh, storm drain, and uh, you know, come up with a couple different places to run to. You you found the closest exit you can to uh, Blackjack's farm. I like that. <laughs> it's not right on your farm. I mean, again, just whenever I feel hungry, I just have to come up and sneak up on Bessie. <laughs> First of all... Oh, and he... Fr- and he <laughs> just as he's about to threaten, he freezes. Yep, he froze. <laughs> he didn't hear you. you. You go... And then it froze. Yeah. So, first of all, her name is Bethany. If you're going to say her name, say it right. Okay, Miss Bethany. Uh, Extra large juice box. And keep in mind, box wine. Blackjack's farm is not the only farm around here, nor is it the largest farm. His neighbor also has a farm. 
clearly you should go mess with his touchdown. <laughs> and there's the entire oh, Jones <laughs> Valley farm, which is the largest, you know, the largest urban farm, I think, in the country. Yes, so, that's exactly what I need to do. It's just like, no, Blackjack, it's okay. I'm not going after your cattle. Your neighbors have got greater cattle. Give me a minute. Oh, yeah, sorry about your neighbor. He pulled a gun on me and I had to smack him through a wall. Don't worry, no masquerade bricks. There's, there's just a desiccated corpse hanging up, hanging now. <clears throat> but anyway, you got two successes. Uh, so, you know, you're you're back under, you know, the more populated area of the domain. And you hear a little ruckus, uh, Uh, somebody is mumbling to themselves, complaining about the smell, and, you know, you know, why does he have to use rats for this? Anything I can roll to, like, kinda get a better look at him, or... Uh, you could roll stealth to try to, because it, it's kind of around a corner for you hearing this. So you could roll stealth to try to creep up and peek without being seen. Uh, I will give it a shot. What now, is it? don't forget you also have uh, uh, obfuscation. You know, you have abilities you can use. It, let's see, obfuscation. What all do I have? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've got the one where you can actually move or obfuscate it or not. Oh, wait, you got three rings of obfuscate. You probably do. Oh, man, I've got the Cloak of Shadows, Unseen Passage, and the Ghost in the Machine. Cloak of Shadows, I have to stand perfectly still. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Unseen Passage. This power, with this power, the power can move unhidden. Uh, I think I think that one requires a rouse check. It does. The yeah, cloak of shadows doesn't, but the uh, unseen passage does. Yeah, the, the unseen passage is rouse check, but you know I get to move and actually be hidden. Duration is one scene or until detection. So. Uh, why not? I'll do a rouse check. Let's see how well this is going to do for me. Okay. Yeet. Hey! You don't get any hungrier. <laughs> Good. So yeah, I passed that. Yeah, you can boldly stride forward. I mean, he's going to walk cautiously, but at least he knows that he shouldn't be seen. Uh, you're around the corner, there's a guy uh, dressed mostly in black. Uh, fairly, yeah, fairly nice clothes. Not, not to the level you've seen Samuel dress, but but, uh, you know, nice, you know, office wear, at least. You know, we're in a suit coat. Uh, Except he's got, like, these knee-high, bright orange kind of galoshers on. He's got essentially safety boots on to tread through this area. Basically. 
Uh, and he is carrying a cage that he has caught some that he has caught some rats in. As you round the corner, yeah. as you as, as you round the corner, though he is picking up a, an already dead rat. Oh, what happened to these three? And you realize this is where you were hunting earlier. Now, would Alexander have thought to lick the wound closed on rats? I want to say yes, because again, with him, you know, being a veterinarian and being akin to them, he would still feel a little, and I say this with a grain of salt, a little remorse for hurting them. So he would at least make it look like, you know, if they anything happened to them, they at least passed naturally. Okay. Yeah, so the guy kind of looks the rat over and throws it down. Yeah, maybe they were just poisoned. He kind of shakes his cage. It's got three or four rats in it. I hope, no, hope none of you boogers are poisoned. Oh, well, you ain't got to last that long anyway. And he starts trudging through the muck. Uh, back the way he came. Uh, probably, you know, there's a, you know there's an exit. You know, a little ladder on the side. Exit out. Kind of in the direction he's going, so... Yeah, Alexander is just going to... He's not going to be right up on him, but he's going to keep... He's going to do like quarantine. He's going to keep a good six feet, maybe 12. Sure enough, he walks to that ladder. He slowly climbs his way up. I swear, I don't know why I can't just breed these things for what I need. No, it's got to be local. <laughs> Locally grown, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. Range rats. <laughs> uh, cage free. <laughs> Except that he's got him in a cage now, so I false advertising. Uh, so he's failing then. <laughs> exactly that. That's false advertising. He's failing hard. So he gets up. He he, caref very carefully takes those galoshes off. Uh, Kind of beats a little bit of the muck off. Uh, puts him in a garbage bag. And, uh, you know, this is all on the side of the street. He's next to the, he got a car parked here. He puts that garbage bag in, in the trunk of his car. Uh, as he puts the bag in, you see him pull out a oddly curved knife about yay long. Uh, well, you're not watching the zoom. It's you know, really, no, is more well, of a it's, it's it's really more of a dagger. No, I mean I've got I've got the stream. Oh, okay. So I can semi watch you. Okay. Did you still die? <clears throat> it's really more of a probably more of a dagger than a knife. Oh yeah, pulled, no, it'd, yeah. It'd definitely be a dagger. And he uh pulls that out and slips it in his coat. Yeah, no, Alexander is very... He's curious, but at the same time, he's like, 
What are you trying to do? He shuts his truck. Now, do I need to roll anything to like be aware of like what the make model is, all that? Maybe you see the plate, so maybe hunt it down later. Uh, no, you got enough time while he's doing all this. You can you can take the time to carefully examine the car. And it's, you know, uh... Hmm. It's some kind of Hyundai. Okay, so we got a Honda. Or Hyundai. Hyundai. Uh... Uh, the... It's a local tag, so it's not out of county or anything. And, you know, once he's fetched the knife and put the uh, boots back in, uh, he walks back over to the uh, storm drain and kind of, you know, pushes the, essentially like a manhole cover, you know, pushes that back in place. Lucky for you, he didn't do that as soon as he got out. So you were able to climb out with any trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that'd been fun doing the classic cartoons of trying to slowly step up and all of a sudden just have my head crushed by a freaking manhole cover. I'm sure it's happened to many Nosferatu. Yeah, probably. Uh. <laughs> so he, he he looks around like he's making sure nobody's seen him. Uh. But it's. By this point, probably two or three in the morning. Uh, you know, not on one of the main roads is a residential area, so everything's kind of quiet. And did I have enough time to know what he looks like? Kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. You managed to get a you managed to get a decent look at him. Uh, black hair, a goatee. Uh, The hair, his hair is kind of close cropped. You're not buzzed or anything. But... You know, he's got a very kind of just office professional look to him. And he picks up his cage of rats and starts walking down the sidewalk. As you keep watching him, he comes to a house. Kind of looks like he's making sure all the lights are off in the house. Puts on a, like a leather glove, which he was wearing down in the sewers. Mm-hmm. You know, reaches down, grabs one of the rats. Using the dagger, he starts, he starts kind of chanting under his breath. Uh, kills the rat very quickly, and with the dagger begins kind of spreading the blood around this house. Uh, is it possible to roll anything to see if I might be any remotely familiar with what he's trying to pull off? Uh, sure. Roll intelligence occult. No, go ahead. Uh, Go do occult. Yeah, I did that backwards. Okay, so... Yeah. 
and intelligence. Uh, that's uh, that's probably a no. You think this guy is trying to do some kind of magic? <laughs> or he could be a nut job. The voodoo that you do. Well, he's definitely trying to do some magic. He could actually know what he's doing, or he could be a nut job. You know the Tremere do magic using blood, so. Uh, but he proceeds to basically go along the property line of the lot this house is on. Uh, you know, he essentially ends up using up all the rats by the time he gets all the way around it. Uh, as he uh, moves along the property line to the backyard, do you follow behind him or do you just kind of stay on the sidewalk where you're at? Oh, he'll... He'll, yeah, he'll stay more towards the sidewalk because he doesn't know if this is going to do anything to help heighten the senses of this guy, or if if uh, he gets too close, it's going to set up a warning, some type of thing. So he he's going to kind of hang back and just watch. Like, I want to know what you're doing, but I'm not risking getting seen. So yeah, you see, you see him go all the way around. Uh... The whole procedure takes about a half hour. He comes back. He's now got a cage full of dead rats. Uh, Didn't even eat those. What a waste. You know, he comes back around to kind of the... the, uh, Kind of the center in front of the house, you know, the little, where the little walkway goes up to the front door. Does a little bit more chanting. Both on the sidewalk outside the house, then he steps across, you know, onto the property. And, and you know, turns around facing outwards and does some more. Uh, and then when he seems to be done, he kind of sighs like, oh, finally. Yeah, then he takes his dead rats and starts walking back down towards his car. Uh, before he gets in his car, he opens the cage, dumps them out, kind of in the gutter in front of the storm drain, and kicks the rat bodies down into the storm drain. Puts the cage and the big leather gloves in the trunk. Uh, immediately takes out some kind of hand sanitizer does his hands real good. <laughs> okay, so he's a germaphobe. He's been handling sewer rats. You ain't got to be a germaphobe when to wash your hands after that. <laughs> Not everybody wants to put sewer rats in their mouth, man. I'm just saying. But, uh, they make good Capri Suns when the time is needed. And, uh, yeah. Then he proceeds, you know, then he... Pulls out his little keychain, clicks to unlock his car, climbs in, cranks up, drives off. You know, assuming you're not interfering with any of this. Oh, no. He's not going to mess with the guy in any shape or form. Again, he's trying his best to take mental notes and whatnot of what he did, what he... um, and all that. However... 
He's going to wait there for just a little bit of time. Make sure that he's good and going. And he's going to uh, creep up to the house that he just did all this to. Okay. And possibly... I'm trying to think. Look back at this, because I want to say like he would pull out his pull out his phone mm -hmm. and take some quick pictures if he could. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, you can take pictures of the house. Uh, now it's dark except for a you know one kind of flickering street light at one corner. So are you using your flash? Ooh, that would probably be a problem, wouldn't it? What is your resources? Because you can get phones that have like a night vision thing on it. But that's not something most people think of. On the other hand, you're a vampire. I about to say, that would probably be the type of phone he'd need just so he can take pictures without, you know, one, causing flash, because two, because one, deer drop blind lights. And two, he can be a little bit more inconspicuous with taking photos and still not really have people see him do it. Let's see. Do you have much in the way of resources? Uh, probably not. Okay. Like I said, I'm not real sure where that would have been or where uh, have... Under Chronicle... If you click the the tabs along the top of your event of your character sheet. Sure thing. Let me see if I can find. Because I know I saved the PDF. I'm just trying to remember where I saved it to. Because let's see. All right, merits and flaws. You've got feeding flaw, vegan, haven flaw, creepy, haven, mask. Yeah, you've got Repulse, but you should not have gotten any points for that because you're Nosferatu, so you kind of already have that, I think. Yeah. Uh... Oh, oh, I see where you... You just have the clan, clan band. Okay, I see. Okay, you don't really have any resources, so I don't know how fancy a phone you're going to have. I mean, okay. not having any dots, it does not mean that you are flat broke or anything. But, uh... Um, okay. Main reason he's wanting to do this is to take it back to Samuel. Mm -hmm. Well, you can certainly get a good enough view. You can certainly look at the mailbox and get the, uh... Or the house number, you know, you can get the the the, the address anyway. Okay, he'll probably end up doing that, probably researching and letting Sam, you know, like uh, later on about what he just watched, mm -hmm. and since you know, he knows blood magic a little bit better, maybe he has an inkling of what the piss he just did. Uh, let's see. While you're doing this, are you doing this off on the sidewalk, or do you step onto the property? Oh no, he's going to continue to stay off to the side. He's not going to step foot on it. Oh, well, because I needed this book after all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what in circles are only that... useful until you go try to go across them? <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Like, he's sitting there. Like, 
thinking logically, you wouldn't go around the border of a house with that kind of thing without the intention of this is going to alert or do something when someone crosses the boundary. That's not unreasonable. <laughs> so, uh, in the logic sense of it, it's just like, I want to get a good look, I really want to look at what's going on, but I'm not about to get screwed over here, so I'm going to play safe. I'm going to get what information I can off the side of the house, and then my fat tail's going to scurry away. I'd be able to catch something when the car lights turn on when he drives off. Like I said, he manages to get the house number and stuff anyway. And from the outside, nothing looks special about this house compared to anything else in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. You've just observed this strangeness. All right, Black Jack. Hello. So you've taken care of your farm. You had a confrontation with the Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. What would you be doing with the rest of your evening? I've got an evening to myself. Uh, much like Samuel, I'll probably just check on my uh, touchstone. And what was his name again? Ignacio. Ignacio. Because I had to give you some some name to, to have struggle with. <laughs> Ignacio isn't too bad. I've heard that name before, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you venture over He's to the next farmer. farm. Uh, and you've probably met him or spoken to him before at some point, but you don't have a lot of interaction with him. You just sometimes spend your free time at the edge of his property... Look, looking through his kitchen windows as him and his wife fix dinner, you know. Or you, or you stroll around his property looking at what a good job he does at the farm, you know. Admiring the irrigation system. Well, so, well, I mean, his humanity is high enough. He can eat food. My humanity's eight, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, wow. They can, they can, they can invite me to dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they yeah. probably have at some point... Uh, like I said, I would decline most of the time, but like every once in a while, yeah, sure, sure. Let's come over for like a drink or something. I'd say I think I think Alexander's the only one that's like middle of the road, uh, and uh, they're kind of under the assumption that you work somewhere during the day. I let them assume it, and that's you know that 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 seems to be kind of what they've come to the assumption of. Oh, he he's got you know he's got a day job. And that's why he scrambles around in the early evening to try to get the farm taken care of. I'm a little bit of a public speaker. Motivation. I'm not speaker. great at it. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm not great at it yet. So I'm. I'm just like. I'm just kind of like. Fly. You. You broke up a little bit there for me, but I heard you. you you're not great at it. So now I'm picturing you as a deep motivational speaker. It, it was one of, it's one of those things where like I'm I'm not I'm not great at it, so I'm not like prolific at it just yet. So I'm I'm working my way up the mm-hmm. up the ladder, so to speak. But uh, but like I said, you don't have real regular interaction with them, but but they, you know they know you on site, you know. And sure yeah. enough, you know his animals look fine. Uh, it's his January, so he doesn't really have anything growing, but. Uh, after after this, if I just kind of I'm just kind of watching. <coughs> I talked uh, to Jolene. 
You bored? Always. You at work? Just escaped. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was gonna come have some waffles. I was gonna get some waffles. I actually made double checking a thing now just to make sure I'm not leading you astray like I led myself astray. Oh, he just wants to make everyone throw up at the waffle house. Everyone's gonna have to roll. Well, with a seven, okay. with a seven, you can make a roll to keep it down for an hour, I think. Yeah, he's mm. an eight. Allows you to digest and taste wine. So no, he actually can't eat food. I think Jolene's the only one that can eat food. He could yeah. probably keep it down better than you did, or for longer. Well, yeah, I'm humanity six. I don't yeah, think yeah. he has to. He doesn't have to make a roll to keep it down. It looks like. Well, it says he can drink wine, so he can just flat out drink the wine without any trouble. Mm. Solid food. Yeah. Just get it in Vampires pretty much have to th have to throw that stuff up eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I can I can throw it up my at my discretion mm. and not like on like two minutes later. I think it's there is a time frame. I think it's just before you. I thought it was just before you rest. At, at eight, it might be. Yeah. Unimportant at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of texting Jolene while while uh, watching my touchstone kind of interact. Uh, it's a lot of it's fuck, just, <laughs> A lot of it is uh, stuff like. Do you remember what it was like when you were, you know, human? It was like four years ago. Yes. You're sending this out over text. <laughs> No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you know, past life instead of, like, human, you know? Just making sure that you're being careful uh -huh, with the tick. Uh-huh, 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 At some point, if he started, like, giving, like, weird texts like that, should be, would you just, you should just call him and be like, okay, what's going on? Have you been drinking? Are you drunk? <laughs> Did you uh -huh. get one of the cows dr drunk and then take a sip? I'm just a little... <laughs> I don't even I'm want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why. Now you know why some princes and privileges ban technology. Period. Yeah, because everybody goes, "Oh, we'll be careful with it." They're not careful with it. I'm just uh, weirdly. Samuel's very careful, but that's because he has to use technology for his work. Mm -hmm. Call it a weird nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia can be very dangerous for a vampire. Oh yeah. Time to just long for things that used to be. Old love, <clears throat> stuff like that. At least you have good memories to look back on. Think of it that way. Mm. Arguable. <clears throat> but thank mm. you. Alright, I've mean, about this time you see, uh. You see the couple you've been watching start, you know. Turn off the TV and get up. You know, you realize they're probably getting ready for bed because it's kind of late by this point. Uh, Fair enough. You know, you are not as late in the day as like Alexander just was. You know, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, as I see them like get ready to go to bed, I'm just like, mm. you know, this is mm. this is eleven or so. Yeah. Which is yeah, maybe a little late for a farmer to be going to bed, but 
But it's winter. He ain't got to be up that early. Got nothing. Got nothing to really take care of. He's got you know he's got his he's got his animal, but there's not really a rush. He had a season finale of a TV show to watch. You know something. As they start going to bed, I'll just like kind of take one last look at his uh, at his handiwork and. Uh, just taking one last look at the ha- at, his, at his handiwork in the in the fields, and then just kind of like walk off. Guys, a hard worker. I'm still on the phone with Julian. This guy's a hard worker. Hard work pays off. Mm, to a point. It always gets noticed. Whether or not it's someone you wanted to be want to notice. Is one thing or another, but always gets noticed. You say so, Blackjack. Do they like treating him like one of the drunks that shows up? <laughs> what is Blackjack's actual name? It was. I had it. I had it. It was like John Mulligan. He's like, that's not nearly cool enough for a vampire. And then the Brat Pack gives him a nickname. It was like John Mulligan or something like that. <clears throat> At some point, I'm going to ask you where Black J- the name Blackjack actually came from. Did you almost lose your farm gambling? Is that what he was? We gotta start thinking up, man. We gotta start thinking up a reason. Oh no, well, I'll find I'll find something. Uh, so is Blackjack venturing off of his farm? A little bit. Kind of like... This time he's just kind of cruising. Clear his mind. Got his truck windows down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Blaring his bluegrass music. There's always that There's always that one weirdo in January that has his arm out like that. Yeah, screw the masquerade. I mean, honestly, wasn't that... I've seen humans do that. It wasn't um, that cold. Yeah, last um, last January around here was actually fairly warm, relatively speaking. Um, back up north at home, I used to stroll around outside at 2 in the morning in nothing but shorts, sandals, and a tank top, and a hoodie. Yeah. Probably used to live in Minnesota <laughs> and would do similar stuff. Like, we used to hit... Simon at releases at like two in the morning while it snowed, freezing at two in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'd wear. So. Weirdos. Yes, but you um, love me anyway. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna cruise, clear his head a little bit. Okay. And, uh. That's about it, probably. This guy's okay. up to got uh, not much else to do at the moment so it's getting kind of late uh let's see the store most of the stores in the valley bend shopping center would be closed probably all of them target's probably about the latest one that stays open the latest uh Now, are you 
Are you just cruising? To, is he just cruising to pass time, or is it like a patrol? A little bit of both. He's multitasking. Okay. You learn to multitask as a farmer. Everything you do in Stardew is a little bit of multitasking. Sorry, uh, I I, I misheard if you wanted me to roll something for it. Oh no no no! I didn't. You froze up for a sec, so I didn't. I didn't hear, get to hear. Oh okay. no no no! I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. There's a few people out and about on the streets, even at this time of night. Uh, mostly in cars. You see a couple people, maybe homeless, that are moving around. Uh, Uh, you do see one woman in short sleeves, which is all that catches your attention about her. Uh, she's got a. They're basically bell bottoms that she's wearing. Not the big, super exaggerated ones, you know, but. She's got this whole kind of, you know, hippie, chic thing going on. You know, I got a bandana tied up around her head. The long, flowing blonde hair. Uh, sure, we'll go with blonde. <clears throat> but, you know, what catches your attention aside from, oh, hippie, is, uh, you know, she's in short sleeves and just kind of strolling along, uh, oh. Oh, some street or other. Carl T. Jones. Was she driving or is she walking? <clears throat> oh, she's walking alongside the road. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of headed up towards Airport Road. Hmm. Is there a is there a parking between Carl T. and Airport? A uh, what now? A parking spot between Carlton and Eric. Oh, sure, you could, uh... I know there's some church or other between around there that's got a parking lot. Uh, I'd park at a church for potentially unholy deeds. Why would you be unholy deeding? I don't know. We'll play it by ear, DM. Sorry, storyteller. Uh... Okay, so yeah, you pull into the church park. You know, you get you drive past her, you pull into a church parking lot, and just kind of walk back, playing catch up, like I like I hadn't been like I hadn't been watching her the whole time. Oh, so you get out of your truck and get on the sidewalk yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you had pulled past her and into this parking lot. Something, something I recognize. So do you wait for her to walk by and then kind of follow in behind her, or? Oh no, I'm I'm like ships in the night thing. Oh, oh you're walking. Yeah. Let me see if I'm she noticed. Trying to you. like get it. Let me see if she noticed you pull into the. Sure. The church parking lot like that. Were you trying to be subtle about it? I mean, it's one of those things where I like I like do the. The kind of turn in. You froze like, up on it's, me. It's, yeah, yeah. You do the what now? I'd say I try to be subtle. Uh, whether or not I am subtle is a different 
different issue. All right, let's see. Roll me. Uh, subterfuge. And dexterity isn't really appropriate here. What did also be charisma for a social cue? Manipulation. Didn't expect anything. I got nothing. It's subterfuge. You're a very straightforward fella. Wow, you were only rolling hundred ass. Nice. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So yeah, she. Uh, well, you don't know if she knows you or not. But you pull into the parking lot. You get out and you start walking in towards her. Just kind of making eye contact with her. Well, it's dark, so you know. I mean, there there are some street lights, but as we get close enough, I make eye. Contact. She's kind of looking at you like. Mm. You see her reach into her. You see her reach into her pocket and pull out. She's got this little like spray bottle. Ma'am, keep walking. She just kind of gives you a nod, looks back over her shoulder at you. Don't even look back. Weirdo. <clears throat> That's valid. She, I'll wait for her to like go that way, thinking I'm still being, you know, sneaky about it. And then I'll go loop around and go back to my car and go back to my farm. Uh, as far as you know, she just keeps walking uh, up Airport Road, uh, which is basically a big hill, and it goes back over to the rest of town. You know. Where you've got the, you know, the Jones Valley area, and you've got like the, basically the mountain, the ledges on top of. You've also got a pretty good sized hill over there where the Walton Mountain is, and that's what makes you know the Jones Valley. Right. So, um, basically, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for her to ostensibly go past the church and wherever else she may be going, and then I'll loop around and go back, go get in my truck and go back to my farm. Still thinking I'm being pretty sneaky. Oh, yeah, give me an awareness draw as you were walking past her. Sure. I can't think of genius give you one, too. That's something. That's not nothing. Uh, as you walk past, you notice her breath was not misting. Was not misting? Yeah. You know, you couldn't see your breath, and it's, it's you know, it's January at night. It's clo it's cold enough. Hmm. It's now. She noticed my... Oh, I guess I wouldn't. And she was watching you kind of close, so, you know, maybe she noticed some yeah. stuff about you, too. Who knows? A big boy in, in dirty overalls. I don't know what she's going to notice. Yeah, and I'll get my truck and head back to my farm. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Let's see. I have a question for the storyteller. Yes, go ahead. Would I recognize the? Would I recognize my uh, my sire like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew. You know exactly who she is. It's not like okay. it's. You're not like Jolene, who you know her sire could walk up and and pinch her nose, and she wouldn't know it was him. Right. 
Uh, let's see, what was your sire's name? Lynn? Lynn, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on decent relationships with, with Lynn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Lynn. If she's in town, she's probably going to swim out the farm and see how you're We're not overtly antagonistic, but I kind of think she's an anarchist. The trick is, does that really matter much to Blackjack? Not necessarily, but it might matter to his coterie, so he keeps it on the DL. So really, the Brad Pack wasn't completely wrong. <laughs> You're not especially loyal to the Camarilla. It's just kind of, well, this, this is just where my farm is, so this is who I am. My loyalty is to my coterie, who happens to be part of the Camarilla, but who I have to be loyal to at on some level mm-hmm. as the result. So basically you wouldn't go pick no fights with the Anarch down indicator, but if they tried to come here, you know, maybe a fight. Yeah, I, I, I gotta do what I gotta do. Uh, but yes, you would recognize Lynn. This is definitely not Lynn. Okay. That's that's kind of what I was like double checking. I was like, hmm, what are you doing? Walking the very borders of your coterie, or of your uh, domain, it looked like. Which, a vampire traveling through your domain is not a is not a violation. Sure. You know if they were but, if they had their haven there, yeah, probably. You know they were hunting certainly. However, about, uh, we have just recently recovered from um, a, a you know poacher. Yeah. Poacher, yeah. That's yeah. Well, you know, and you would you would have every right to stop stop somebody in your domain and ask them what they're doing. I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's not something that I'm going to ask. I'm just gonna like keep a notepad description of like uh, a brief description of like what she looks like, so I can at some point relay it to Samuel or whoever else. Okay. Just, just, just an off chance. Well, she's pretty distinctive looking. Exactly. She was also a hottie, just so you know. Yeah. And you've got a high enough humanity that you still notice things like that. Hey. So I do the whole man. Alright, so we're going to wrap up here. When we take up next week, uh, we will jump to Sunday. And the, uh, the Elysium that's been called. Uh, where did I say that was gonna be? Oh yes, the uh, the old bank. And we will see what it is the prince wishes to announce. Uh, oh, there will be a brief. Um, let's see. This is this is Sunday. There'll be a brief something for Saturday. As just before dawn, Samuel, just as you're getting ready to retire for the for the day, uh, you get a text from uh, crap. How am I blanking our name again? The same student. Yeah, I never wrote her name down. Pearl, something Pearl. Jackie Pearl, Jackie Pearl. Uh, uh, you get a text from her. Uh, 
when you're up and about, uh, Headmaster wants to see you. Or she'd probably say Professor, because that sounds less weird in a college town. Uh, once you're up and about, Professor says he wants to see you. Which is a little odd. I mean, it's not odd that, that he didn't text you himself, because he don't text, but... Mm. Uh, you know, but but he wants to see you know ASAP exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. What time of day is it? Uh, it's right before dawn when you get this. Oh, I mean, I mean, like forty, thirty, forty minutes. Okay, I'll just spawn very well. You get a smiley face back. Well, just go to bed. Yes, you can't be sure. Is she is she is she that juvenile with her with her text, or is she that clever? Because nobody would think anything of it when they say that. <laughs> or is it that? Or is it that dire? Mm-mm. Well, I just meant her constant use of emojis. Doesn't fit in with the typical Tremere imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so next week you'll have a brief conversation with uh, Alejandro probably before we uh, before we move fairly quickly into Sunday and the Elysium. Uh Let's see. Any other questions? Everybody give yourself an experience. Uh, I'll say that now while I'm thinking about it. Yay, experience. Yeah. The, the superhero game I run. I finally remember to give them their experience. We're on episode... I think we recorded episode 21. And I had not given them experience since episode 9. Oh, jeez. They were surprisingly oh patient about it. Yeah. But we're doing this We're doing this thing where they all have like six characters and we bounce around to different parts of the world and stuff. Yeah. So it's less noticeable, you know. They're not playing like one character that long and not getting anything. Got it. <clears throat> but that's not a character there. Uh, for anybody watching at home, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope my players enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly had a good time. We've got h- hints for a few of the upcoming plot threads. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Come back here tomorrow, and we should have Monster of the Week. Uh, Thursday should be Descent into Avernus. Then we are done for the weekend. It should be back on Monday with the escorts, since this Monday is on a holiday. And then, of course, next week on Tuesday, we'll be back here in the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, been your storyteller, Jason, and with me has been... Eric playing Samuel, Sarah playing Jolene, Rap playing Maeve, Aduba playing Alexander, and Decca playing Blackjack. John Mulligan. <clears throat> and we will see you next time.